salud. <laughs> Great. <laughs> she took a sip of her Coke, everybody. Yeah, sorry. I took a sip. I cheers to the mic. I cheers the and camera. And here we go. And now I... Now, now we're now, ready to now start you're the week. all ready to listen to the podcast where everybody knows your name. Yeah, they're always glad you came. Um, it's Cheers. It's it's Cheers. The <laughs> podcast is now called Cheers. Yeah. Um, we can we can debate amongst ourselves who is who. Um, Felix is definitely Norm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> uh, but this is crime culture. I'm Caitlin. It is. That's Haley. Hey. Hi. And I have nothing else to say. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, I hope you had a good. (laughs) Well, I do, but hope you had a good President's Day weekend. Oh shit, that's right. I don't even know what I was supposed to be celebrating, but I had four days off, so go me. The past, this President's Day and the last one, I've had enough to celebrate. I've I've been celebrating a little more than usual. Yeah, any reason to uh, get off work is kind of a. A celebration. True. True. <laughs> After True. quite some madness. But that's anyway. what you can celebrate. As you deserve. We're celebrating we're continuing the celebrations today. Last uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but quite some time ago we did an episode where I uh recalled episodes of Law and Order. I think they were all SVU, if I remember correctly, but I'll have to go back and check. But um I described an episode of Law and Order and we tried to figure out what uh, true crime event it was inspired by. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing again. Wait, so are you quizzing me? Kind of. I think <sighs> I, I looked at the last time that I did it and I think these there are some like there's some real softballs in here that basically the description of the episode is like a really popular case. Uh, but then there are some like deep cuts. So I'll try to give you clues. But, you know, we're just covering some ripped from the headlines Law & Order episodes. I even have one from uh, Law & Order Los Angeles, which I think only had like one season. So. So we'll probably need to cut this out. I have huge regrets. Why? Because I took a gummy about 30 minutes before this episode. It's all right. <laughs> we can let the world know. We can let the world know. All right. Are you ready? Let's go. Yeah. You ready? No, but let's do it. Okay. So the first episode is called Chameleon. It is from Law and Order SVU. It's season four, episode one. It first premiered on September 27th, 2002, and it has a nine out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. So pretty popular episode. And it's SVU. So there's no doubt that it's been syndicated. Yeah, and you've seen it probably 650 times. Exactly. I'm feeling strong. The episode description is, the detectives go on the trail of a recently paroled rapist responsible for the murder of, the description says a prostitute, it's going to be a sex worker, during Mm -hmm. a raid at a men's club, and are called to the scene where uh, he was shot in self-defense by his own gun. However, the murder weapon was also used in another crime while he was still in prison, leading detectives to investigate the victim through a trail of previously unsolved cases, uh, sending them into a spree and another victim. So, a a gentleman who solicited uh, a sex worker 
is found killed and also leads them to a a slew of other gentlemen who solicited sex workers. All right. It's an episode we have done this case. I believe you oh, covered well this then case. That does that gives me an answer because I was going to say someone we haven't covered. It yeah, someone so we have covered them. and I think you covered them. Well, that doesn't help me. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast. Um, yes, I do. It was cold buffalo chicken pizza. But normally, I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't help me. I don't remember. No offense. People people have said to me, they'll be like, oh, I really like that episode you did on somebody. And I have to like go through and look and be like, all right, when did we do that? Yeah, um, I, I still have to do that. But this is a very popular one. Uh, f- female. Kills sex Serial killers. No. Oh, a woman. Female serial killer. A oh. man oh. is found dead. Oh, Eileen Wuornos. Yes. I misunderstood, and this entire time I thought it was... This was a terrible idea. Go ahead. Go ahead. Eileen Wuornos, we covered in episode 130. Um, and yes, uh, according to IMDb, the case is inspired by Eileen Wuornos. Uh, in case you didn't know, Wuornos was a sex worker who killed seven men between 1989 and 1990. She had claimed that all seven men at some point tried to take advantage of her. Warnos claimed each murder was in self-defense. And mm-hmm. for more on that, listen to our episode 130. But um, if you want to go ahead and watch the episode Chameleon, it stars uh, Sarah Ramirez, who I think during oh! the pandemic came out as uh, non-binary, use they, them pronouns. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I know, that, I know that Sarah plays a non-binary character on the new very... very hotly debated um and just like that okay diaz is the character oh got it got it got it yeah Um, yeah. but yes no they're using i I mean it can't hurt to use they them whether you know their pronouns or not but in a quick google i'm seeing them being referenced as they them yeah so yeah apparently apparently they were also in gray's anatomy and spam a lot i knew gray's anatomy i didn't didn't know know spam a lot lot. Um, no yeah, that that was a, a quick search <gasps> when I was looking for... Uh... They were in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, we love a we love a musical theater, like, ingenue or whatever you call it. Yeah. Because that was a long time ago. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, another famous face in the episode guest star is uh, Sharon Lawrence, who is N- in NYPD Blue and also Desperate Housewives. I don't think I know her. I'm just pulling out names of, like, things that I saw people in. I don't know. I don't... I haven't seen... What was her name? Sharon Lawrence. Yeah, no. It doesn't even ring a bell. Like... All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Sharon Lawrence. You'll recognize some of these as we get to them. Oh, I'm sure. The next episode is called Spousal Privilege, and it's another Law & Order SVU. This is a more recent one. It's season 16, episode 8... Uh, it premiered on November 19th, 2014, and it's got a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. I might know it. Let's hope. So the episode is, Detective Finn Tutuola comes across video footage of a sportscaster, AJ Holmes, violently confronting his girlfriend, Paula, in a parking garage and dragging her to their car unconscious. Paula tries to stand by her man, despite the fact that he continues to hurt her. That's tough. I don't know this one. You don't know this one? I don't know this episode, and I don't know this case. (laughs) It 
it's uh i mean i'm sure you can still find the videos and stuff online i don't know why you would want to but it's inspired by the ray rice scandal from 2014 oh see i i i hate to say it i was only like kind of peripherally aware yeah. of that like i know that that i know that this is gonna sound awful i know he did something bad yeah i just don't know the case well enough and again like this happened in 2014 and you know law and order uh is really quick with their episodes because this came out at the end of of it (laughs) this came at the end of 2014 there's a there's a few instances of that yeah within within months they have like an episode kind of inspired by it but uh if anyone doesn't know the case is um about football player ray rice he was arrested after a video surfaced of him online assaulting his fiance in an elevator in a new jersey casino she was knocked unconscious, and the video shows Rice dragging her body out of the elevator. TMZ posted the video, and it went viral. Despite pending charges, um, Palmer married Rice six weeks after the incident. Oh, Rice, my God. Yeah. Uh, Rice was eventually cleared of all charges when he agreed to go to counseling. That I, I, I hope that poor woman is safe. Like, that's just... Yeah. Wow, that's... That's, that's pretty rough. That's really, that's just, damn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a rough one. But yeah. uh, guest stars in this episode, uh, Chad L. Coleman, who plays Tyrese in The Walking Dead, uh, mm. is the the Ray Rice-ish character. Okay. Um, Ian O'Malley, who is in School of Rock, is in this episode. <gasps> is he Nench Nibley? I don't know exactly who he played. All right, we will look. We will look. Pulled Ian O'Malley. out the fucking air. Um, uh, another character is, uh, I think it's Megan, M-E-A-G-A-N, not Megan, Megan Good. Uh, she was in Think Like a Man and also Shazam. She she was in a lot, or she is in a lot. She I think she's got a um, new series out, too, if I remember correctly. Those um, are the two that jumped out at me when I... Uh, when I looked it up. And also is like a, a quick guest, I guess, interview segment ish in the episode. Hoda Kotby is in this episode. <gasps> we love Hoda. We love Hoda. Oh, what a delight. What a what a great oh. Love that surprise. Yeah. Um Are you getting a confirmation on who Ian O'Malley played in School of Rock? So it's not Ned Schneebly. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um I'm trying to One of the I can't kids, find maybe? A- no, I can't find this guy's face. Um, he played, quote, radio exec in oh. School of Rock. So I'm right. not entirely sure. Not exactly the star. Who he is. It's not Ned Schneebly. <laughs> All right. My next episode is another pretty recent one. It's called uh, The Book of Esther, another Law & Order SVU. This is season 19, episode 20. Aired on May 2nd, 2018, and has an 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. There's no way I've seen this. The description is so very short, so I will try to give I will try to give more context. (laughs) Um, But the description is Rollins races to rescue a girl held captive by her father. Oh wow! Yeah, so that could could be. be? I mean, that could be just any case. It is a very recent case of a. a family oh, is it chris watts no okay uh, of a a very disturbing family captive case oh 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 were we just talking about the mom the other day we don't have camilla it. sent us the the article as well i don't um, remember 
<sighs> we don't have an episode about this case yet. Oh, well, then no, it's not. But there and was a 2020 of... special of one of the children recently. Oh. Um. Lots of kids. Uh, um. Um. It, wait, but you said a girl. It, it, yeah, one girl escaped and it led to okay. like. Oh, I see. A lot I of see. Craziness. I thought she was captured by her father. She um, was being held captive by her father. Okay. Well, then, um, who, who's that family by me? Um, yes. They just had them on 2020. <laughs> yes. I know that the they're blonde. Starts um, with a T, ends with an Urpin. Turpins. The Turpin Thank family. <laughs> yeah uh, i'm just glad i got one perfect so the real case is uh well uh, the episode has similarities in, uh mm. with the turpin case go ahead real quick um because people are gonna yell it was the sarah everard case and i just realized we oh no we didn't cover that as far as i know no it's not and it's not who i'm thinking of either Again, if you look, we have 225 episodes, so pff, like, I don't remember. I, yeah, I, 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 for the life of me, but like you should, no, not that you shouldn't know this case, but it's like, it's a new, it's a relatively recent case, and we were literally just talking to Camilla about it, and now I don't remember, and I'm I'm sure we'll cover it. Right. Susan Powell. Susan Cox oh, Powell. Oh, no, yeah, Susan, Susan Powell. Cox yeah, Powell. yeah. Because they found uh, clothing that they're going to yes. do DNA testing on. Yes. And yeah. um, human DNA fragments yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm we'll sorry. To- <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> we'll, we will definitely be uh, addressing that once more info on that stuff comes out. Again, yeah. anytime there's like an update on the case we covered, we want to like talk about it. So. We'll get to that. But this um, shares similarities with the Turpin case in January 2018. Again, this came out the same year that the case like blew yeah, up. And soon after. Yeah, this this came out in May. and It came out in May. Yeah, it like, came it's out not even in like, May. Yeah, like it's not like they, oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah, but um, a couple was revealed to have subjected their 13 children to years of abuse and starvation, as well as keeping them imprisoned in their home. Some of them even chained to their beds. So that is rough. Again, yeah. you can watch the 2020 um, special on it uh, pretty recently. Seems like all the kids are doing A-okay, which mm-hmm. is ideal. Yeah. Um, one of the guest stars of this episode is Ray McKinnon, who is in Rectify and also Deadwood. That's a short one. Uh, next, okay. The next one is based on a case that you covered. So get that in your head. You're doing this on purpose. Go ahead. I am. This is from <laughs> the Law and Order OG, season eleven, episode seven. So it premiered on November twenty ninth, two thousand. Oh, there's and no has, way I've seen it. You might have. I it I, has a seven point mm. eight out of ten on IMDb. So the episode is a nineteen eighty one murder case is reopened as an an ambassador's son is charged, but key evidence has disappeared. Further investigation reveals that the evidence may not have disappeared by accident. Prince Andrew. No. Never mind. Um, it is the murder of a girl by somebody from a prominent family. That's that's the vibe I'm getting. And the person uh, I don't think was. Uh, were they uh, were they were they Hollywood charged. royalty or real royalty? No, I think. 
Connecticut-ish. Uh, Connecticut-ish. Uh, you covered it around Halloween. I think the murder happened on Halloween. Oh, 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 Martha Moxley. Yes. Ooh, pulled that one. Because that was a that was a while ago. Yeah, episode 88 was our Damn. Martha Moxley episode. Damn. Yeah. So it appears that this episode is based on the 1975 Martha Moxley, Michael Skakel case. Skakel mm, is how you say his last name, right? Skakel, yes. Yes. So uh, this includes allusions to the name of the main protagonist, Michael Sor- Sarno, I think, is the character in the episode, which is based on Michael Skakel. And the name of the murder victim is Mary Beth Mosley, based mm. on Martha Moxley. Yeah. Other detail elements of the real-life murder are alluded to, including the popularity of the murder victim and the manner of her death, the failed initial investigation and subsequent opening of the cold case, and the prominence of the Sarno family, as the Skakel family was related by marriage to the Kennedys. And I was about to say that, like... No, it wasn't Hollywood royalty. And no, it wasn't like real people royalty. It was Kennedy royalty. It was yes. American royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. And, uh. So some guest stars in this episode is Ron Liebman, who was Rachel's dad and friends. Oh, I don't remember. No. I don't remember you what know what? <laughs> you know what's even worse? I never watched Friends. Oh, people are mad. People Whatever. are going to be so mad. I don't need. Now to. you can't. It's on HBO it's, Max for like six hundred dollars. It's super dated. I have HBO Max. Oh well, <laughs> I don't pay uh. for it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if you have HBO Max, watch Euphoria. That's I the only thing you say, give you it need to, to Caitlin. You're right. <laughs> no, don't um, do that. Um, another guest star in this episode is Tom Aldridge. He was in What About Bob? Did you ever see that? No. Okay, fine. Is that with Tom Green? Maybe. No. no, I guess not. <laughs> uh, Brad Sullivan, who was in NYPD Blue again, and The Untouchables. You've uh, never seen NYPD I've, Blue. I've never seen either of those. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, the next episode I have, we're just blasting through these. I think I have I'm 15 sorry. of them. Okay. That's but fine. We'll see how many we get through. The next one is called Slaves. This is another one of uh, a case that we have covered. I believe I covered it. Not too long ago. Um, so this is an SVU episode. It's season one, episode 22. Came out May 19th, 2000. <laughs> no? Okay. I'm giving you a face. <laughs> uh, it has an 8.8 out of 10 on IMDb. The episode is, a fruit stand owner reports a possible crime to the SVU detectives. He claims that a young Russian woman is being held against her will and being forced to work without pay. Benson and Stabler discover Elena, a young Russian girl is, who is being forced into captivity by a white family. Because Elena has Stockholm Syndrome, she doesn't report to her, her captors, and the detectives are forced to find another way to arrest the family. What did, what did you just say? I'm about, is it? Oh, it is? It is the yes. girl in the box? <laughs> I yeah. thought the look that you were giving me was that it was a no. It was a fuck you, Caitlin's right. Oh, yeah. I love those faces. It's the girl in the box, episode 164. <laughs> but do you remember the girl's name? The girl in the box. Colleen Katie? Stan. Katie? Colleen. That's what I was going to say. Colleen Stan. Colleen um, Stan. So, yeah, it is Damn. based on the girl in the box sex slave case in which... Cameron Hooker and his wife Janice Hooker abducted Colleen Stan and kept her captive and tortured her for seven years. But there's also references to another case, uh, Tanya Koch, Koch, K 
K-A-C-H, who was held captive for over a decade by a security guard named Thomas Hose. She eventually escaped after being forced to work for Hose for years, and she wrote a book about her experiences. So possibly we will get to her case eventually. Mm. Um, But guest stars in this episode, Andrew McCarthy. You (gasps) should know him. I know him. St. Elmo's Fire, Pretty in Pink, Weekend at Bernie's. The one with Mayor Winningham? Sure. Where 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 she's got a crush on him, but he likes the hot girl. Yeah. John Hughes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Kelly Bishop, who was in A Chorus Line, Dirty mm-hmm. Dancing, and Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Emily yeah, Gilmore. Oh, buy uh, her a boa and take her to Reno because she is open for business. Perfect. And then Michael <laughs> Kelly, who was in House of Cards, Dawn of the Dead, and that Jack Ryan show with, uh, what's his face? Krasinski? Is he that guy with the eyebrows? The guy with the eyebrows. Let me it's search like Michael bald Kelly. with eyebrows. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how else I can describe it. Why is that Michael one guy Kelly that everybody that up? one guy that everybody has seen everywhere yes. in something, he is and bald he's got with the eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah. What <laughs> did you he's just ba- say? He, he's got both he his is, eyebrows. <laughs> he's bald with eyebrows. <laughs> oh, because I think he was in like Transformers. He's that one. He's like the Margo. He's like a male Margot Martindale, where everybody has seen him in something. But yeah. they don't know his name. He's okay. in Transformers. Well, it's He's Michael in Kelly. everything. His name is Michael Kelly, but I will yeah. forget that. Uh, <laughs> this next one is called Imprisoned Lives. And it's another SVU. Season 15, episode 2. Uh, came out September 25th, 2013. This case happened in 2013. Um, and it has an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. And so the episode is... A young malnourished boy is abandoned in Times Square and leads the detectives to a house where his family lives. Inside, they find a locked basement where more victims await a rescue and work to solve a decades-old cold case. Aton Pates? No. It is... Um, um, it is... Uh, the real case, a child did kind of uh, lead to the rescue of people that were stuck in a house for a very, very long time. They were all abducted. Mm. It's a pretty big case. Happened in Ohio. That, that doesn't. They were rescued me. in 2013. I believe the guy that like was interviewed was like the one of the inspirations for like um, what's it called the opening of like the Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, I know. He's very emotive. I know the guy that you're thinking of. Hide your all, kids. Hide your wife. Yeah. All, all, no, that Antoine Dotson. I don't think he was interviewed I think he, in this one. No? No. Uh, I think that's was, who they parodied. That's why. Because it's like, she's alive. Yeah. It's yeah. a miracle. Um, this is uh, three people who were abducted. Three people. Guy was a real piece of work. Uh, they often are. Not necessarily guys. All, just all three, these types of people in general. All three people wrote books. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you? I, I That doesn't help me. Um, they all... It's not the Brady Bunch. Um, Think of worst case scenario Brady Bunch. Cheaper by the dozen. Give me I don't one know. more guess. I don't know. No? I, um, okay. Yours, mine, and ours to get the trifecta. There we go. It's Ariel Castro, the Ariel Castro kidnapping. Oh. Yeah. 
Between 2002 and 2004, Ariel Castro took three women, Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Jaina de Jesus. He took advantage of all three women, forced Berry to have his child. The three women lived in captivity in Castro's home until 2013, when Berry escaped and alerted a neighbor of their whereabouts. And we will be getting to this case. This this whole episode is going to be either cases we've covered or ones we're eventually going to do. Right. So take it as a spoiler. All right. But um, yeah, so this episode came out in September 2013, and I believe all of the women escaped in May of 2013. So quick, another quick turnover. That, yeah, they're just getting, you know, the devil works hard, but Mariska Hargitay works harder. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. She does it all. Next episode is called Head. I think for a while, SVU liked to name all of their episodes like Ed one Kemper. word. No. Ed Gein. The, not I'm out. what you're thinking of. <laughs> it's a Law and Order SVU episode, season five, episode 25, came out May 18th, 20, 2004. It has an eight out of 10 on IMDb. A school teacher is taking advantage of her male students, and despite many restraining orders and arrests, she ends up having a child with him. Later, she has surgery to remove a brain tumor, and the desire stops. That last <gasps> sentence is a different case. Who, who's a teacher that had a, student, uh, had a child of a student? Uh, I, those I don't know very well. Um, it is there's... a hugely famous case. The woman died, I think recently yeah yeah in 2019 she no in 2019 they divorced um she died like pretty recently susan sarandon and that's my boy no this is a real case i don't know i don't but that's what i'm saying i know this is a real thing that happens and in my mind's eye i can remember seeing it on the news and in the papers when i was a kid but i do not know of any specific names of these cases which if anything that's almost good because these people don't deserve a like any fame or anything like that if anything this is a good thing that i don't know some of these people all right well it's mary kay latorno no you don't know the mary kay latorno i'm covering it pretty soon because it is so interesting so again i know they all do this not they all do this but you know what i mean like i know that like there's a bunch of these cases i had at least two teachers in my high school that dated students we had a teacher who got fired not because he dated students but there was this particular cluster of girls that were like un unhealthily obsessed with how hot he was he wasn't even hot and because I went he to was a Catholic probably just school. younger he, than all that's the other really teachers. all it was that's really all it was was that he was just younger but he got fired because the school the school I went to a Catholic school and you're not allowed to feel anything except guilt and so they were like oh girls are horny can't have that and so they just fired his ass and they told him they were like this group of girls it's like too hard for you like no 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 gotta go I think I, I think I mentioned this before but I my homeroom teacher who had been there forever his first year teaching he was like teaching for like the seniors so no. like he was he was very close in age yeah about five seniors. years let's call it so he started dating one of the students and then after she graduated they continued their relationship and they're still married what yeah you did you have never told me that that's creepy did. no that's not no and then i had a teacher that went to a bunch of high school parties and hooked up with at least one if not two uh i think they were juniors at the time i don't <gasps> even think they were seniors yeah what she was how she can was you crazy. blur these lines like it, she w- like one year she like left and was like married and the next year like after summer uh she was divorced 
So she had, a lot, she had a lot going on. Similarly, I had a teacher who my friend and I were just talking about probably now most definitely does like pure romance parties. She told us spring semester that she was going into the convent to become a nun. And that fall, she was engaged. She literally came back to school engaged. That's a quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. And I was like, Whoop. well, anyway. None of them are like this, because this is Mary Kay Letourneau, and she mm. was a school teacher that fell in love with her 12-year-old student. Okay, okay. Billy, I'm familiar. Billy Falau, I think his name was. Pulled that one out of the ether. <laughs> so they had two daughters together, despite the fact that Letourneau was convicted of second-degree assault and had several restraining orders placed against her. When uh, Falau turned 18, he filed to overturn the restraining orders. They were married in 2005, and they divorced in 2019. Wow. And they I think she died divorced. like Yeah, I think she died like very recently, like 2020, 2021, something around there. Um wow. this well, episode that's disgusting. Yeah. She was like a third grade teacher or whatever. Oh. Um this episode also used elements of a case in 2000 in Virginia where a man had a brain tumor that caused him to molest his stepdaughter and act out in sexually inappropriate ways until the tumor was removed. Then the tumor grew back and it changed his behavior again. And then, then it was removed and uh, his identity has never been revealed, but like God. it was like big in the news at the time that like this crazy stuff was happening because of like a tumor in his brain. That's like, isn't that crazy? That's something that's fucking wow. Uh, my next one is a like showbiz one that I put in. I am not super familiar with the case, but I thought you might be. So. Okay. Oh wait, I didn't get into uh, a lot of confidence. Uh, in the in the episode head, I didn't say who the guest stars were. So Jack oh, yes. Weary, who was in It Chapter Two, Chris Potter, who was in Queer as Folk, The Young and the Restless, Amy Sedaris, who's mm-hmm. a comedian. She's been in a million things, including BoJack Horseman, Elf, The Mandalorian, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Blah blah blah. The list goes on and show. on. Literally, if you look at her IMDb, it goes all the way back to like the 80s. Like, yeah, she, no, it's she's crazy. brilliant. She's, she's David in a million sister. They're just a talented family. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, Ice T's wife, Coco Austin, is in this episode. <gasps> yeah. Oh, we stand Coco. My yeah. parents love Coco. I don't know what it is, but they watched her entire reality series and they still like talk about Coco. Ice yeah. T and Coco. Yeah. Uh, so, my next one is called Producers Back End. Uh, it is an SVU episode, season 16, episode 3, came out on October 8th, 2014, has a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. The description Aww. is, after party girl actress Tensley Evans is arrested by Detective Amaro, it is discovered that she took advantage of a 15-year-old boy. She confesses that when she was just starting out in Hollywood at age 13, she used to attend parties at a famous producer, Adam Brubeck's home. Because Evans is now 24, the statute of limitation has run out, and they cannot prosecute Brubeck. Upon further investigation, however, the detectives discover that Brubeck has taken advantage of multiple underage girls, and they arrest him. Is it Harvey Weinstein? No. Is it Michael Jackson? Nope. Um, it's a producer. Director. Is it the one with the glasses? Um, what's his name? Gonna need a name. Shit. Um, 
I I can tell you what he's made, but I can't tell you his name. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Or it's this is a definite case. This isn't a case that like is gonna become a case. What? <laughs> Has the person been arrested for this yet? Let me do a quick Google. Yes. Okay, then it's not him. Um, is it R. Kelly? No. Okay. That makes sense because that didn't. Okay. Um, is it people are yelling? Phil Spector? No. Let me see what they have done. <sighs> Jeffrey Tambor. They did Bohemian Rhapsody, Dark the, Phoenix. This uh, is the guy with the glasses. Does he have glasses? In this photo, he doesn't have glasses. Oh, oh. no. It, it, one of them needs glasses. His name's Brian Singer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He doesn't exclusively wear glasses. No, but in my mind's eye, I can picture him. I want to say it's from like one of the X-Men movies or something. And he's just got like, he's nerdy looking. He's got his glasses. He's got yeah, like he a little like jar a fucking, head cut. He looks like a fucking dickhead. He, he um, does. And he is. So in both 1997 and 2014, producer director Brian Singer was accused of inappropriate contact with minors. Um, th this article says that no uh, charges were filed but many young male and female actors came forward with accusations that Singer had taken advantage of them. But when I just looked up his um, Wikipedia, there's like several lawsuits, 97, 2014, uh, 2017, and then there's another allegations in 2019. But he's still making shit. Yeah. Whatever. He is. Shouldn't um, be, but here he is. Yeah. Some guest stars in this episode are Brian Darcy James, who is in 13 Reasons Why, Spotlight, West Side Story, and Shrek, Shrek the, the Musical. musical. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gotta end with that one. And then uh, Stevie Lynn Jones, who was in the Nancy Drew TV series and the American version of Shameless. Oh, I, who is she? I love that Nancy Drew show. Stevie Lynn Jones. Let me find out. Do, 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 do. I think she was. Uh, oh, she was. Yeah, she's fine. It's not that she, that, whoa, she's. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. You're walking it back. No, she played I, Laura I Tandy. I be like, yeah, I mean, and Laura Tandy was fine, but like she wasn't around very much. Um, All right. I know who that Sick is. Sick burn. <laughs> Uh, this next episode is called Folia Do, and it is Fall out actually boy. no. It's based on two episodes, both of which we have covered, both of which you have covered. Wait, so I have to name? Do is this the fucking finale? No, there's more. There's one that's really hard that I don't even think this you'll get bullshit. because I didn't even get this it. This is bullshit. Okay, go ahead. So this is Law and Order Criminal Intent. So then not I'm not very getting popular. it. Then I'm not uh, getting it. But you'll get the description. Uh, season 8, episode 7, came out June 7th, 2009. Has an 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. The episode is, a couple loses their child in a hotel robbery, and with $2 million in ransom, detectives Gorin and Ames, gonna say, I've never watched Intent, uh, Criminal Intent, so I don't know if that's their name. They must race against the clock to find the missing child. Yeah? Is it Jean Benet and Maddie McCann? We have never covered John Bonet Ramsey. Wait, fuck, really? Nope. Shit. It is Madeline McCann. All right, all and right. What's, all right. What is another child? 
that went missing and then was found dead. Unfortunately, or a lot of oh, that you covered. I hate those. Um, the mother's a huge piece of shit. She's oh, like Casey Anthony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so episode seventy six was our Madeline McCann episode, and episodes ninety six and ninety seven were uh, the Casey Anthony episodes. Mm-hmm. So. On May 3rd, 2000, while on vacation in Portugal, three-year-old Madeline McCann was kidnapped from her hotel room while her parents had dinner at a restaurant less than 200 feet away. The Daily Telegraph described the disappearance as the most heavily reported missing person case in modern history. And another inspiration is the 2008 disappearance and murder of two-year-old Kaylee Anthony. Kaylee's mother, Casey Anthony, was highly suspected of murdering her daughter but was found not guilty. And again, we have a two-parter on that. So, and every other true crime podcast has covered it. So, go ahead, and listen to it. Um, guest star for this episode. There's only one name that I think was like. There's a lot of like guest stars that their other credits are other episodes of Law and Order. Oh, <laughs> um, so this was the only one that I saw that had like other credits, and this was Luke Kirby, who was in the Marvelous Miss Maisel and also Halloween Resurrection. Uh, haven't yeah. seen either of those. Sorry, right. Luke. Uh, next one is another criminal intent episode called Flipped. And again, this is based on two huge murders that you have covered one and I have covered the other. Okay. Season six, episode 14, <coughs> came out February 13th, 2007, 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. The murder of a rapper known for wanting to stop violence in the community draws Logan and Wheeler into the gangster rap world. One witness turns out to be an undercover officer, Harry Williams, who does provide some assistance and seems willing to let Major Case investigate. As things progress, he starts to throw roadblocks their way, including hiding potential witnesses, and Major Case must wonder if the fellow officer is more than a witness. I'm going to need you to roll that back. Two... Famous rapper murders. Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. Why didn't you just say that? Because <laughs> you got to listen to me. <laughs> Too many words. Talk. Too many words. Episodes 78 and 79, we covered the Biggie and Tupac murders. On September 7th, 1996, Tupac Shakur was shot, leaving a Mike Tyson fight in Las Vegas. Months later, on March 9th, 1997, Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, notorious B.I.G., whatever you want to call him, was gunned down, leaving a party in Los Angeles. Police corruption and cover-ups are believed to be one of the biggest reasons why both cases remain officially unsolved. Yeah. 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 I really really thought they were going to bring the Tupac hallmark out during the Super Bowl halftime show. Hallmark? They started in with California love and I was like, holy shit, they're getting, they're getting, the, oh, did I say Hallmark? I meant the hologram. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done that before. Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, uh, like literally I was like, holy shit, they're bringing, bringing it out. Like it's coming. We've had a rough couple years. We need the hologram. I really was like, well, because Snoop was the last one to perform with it at Coachella. So I was like, yeah. it's not completely out of the question. They're in California. They're, I No, but I feel like he'd be able Snoop to ask. Has, no, but I feel like he'd be able hologram? to ask. Like no, I feel house? like he'd be able to ask. Probably. <laughs> and I feel like if anybody, well, not right now because Snoop's in trouble, but this had to have happened before that. Yeah. And with all of this planning that went down and all of the like strings that were pulled to get certain people to show up, I, I just, I feel like he could have made that call and they would have Probably. been like, yeah. And, and I mean, and I guess Dr. Dre is kind of important too. He's got, he's got a couple tunes under his belt. I say completely sarcastically. I know that he's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, this episode has a ton of like guest stars that have been in a million things. I'm ready. Uh, one is Sticky Fingers. He was in Strapped, Blade the TV series, and he is part of the rap group called Onyx. Um, there is Bokeem Woodbine, who was in also in Strapped. He was in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was also in Fargo. He was also in the, uh, um, I think it's the, in that Netflix series, Unsolved, The Murders of Biggie, uh, The Murders of Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. Oh, um, shit. So he's played, um, I'm assuming this is um, Tupac. He's played him before. I guess so. Yes. Wait, what's Bokeem, his name? No, he Bokeem hasn't. Woodbine. No. It, he played a detective in, the, oh. un, in Unsolved. So I am completely wrong but that's really that's nice that still they kind of very, full circle yeah very in with the uh biggie Case. and tupac story yeah um andre royo who was in the wire and also empire and fab five freddy who's the host of yo mtv raps and she he was also in she's gotta have it and he's also a very famous graffiti artist yeah and he also kind of looks like ron cephas jones yeah that's how i tell them apart one okay. is him and one is Ron Cephas Jones and one is not. And that's how I tell them apart. All right, then. Uh, this next one is a case that we have not covered. It was a pretty famous movie in like 2010, maybe. I think this is also my only Law & Order LA episode that I have. Okay. So it is Law & Order LA season one, episode one. So they came out of the, the gate swinging. Mm-hmm. September 29th, 2010, uh, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Detectives suspect a spoiled young actress is involved in a burglary ring that targets celebrities' mm-hmm. homes. But yep. when the suspect becomes the victim and an assailant is killed, an unlikely new suspect begins to emerge. The bling ring. Yes, that one was an easy <laughs> one. That was, a, that was a good softball for you. Nancy Joe Sales. i was wearing stiletto heels i was wearing kitten heels little baby shoes how dare you (laughs) so the bling ring also known as the hollywood hills burglar bunch the burglar bunch and the hollywood hills burglars they were a group Mm. of convicted thieves consisting of seven teenagers and young adults based in and around calabasas california they broke into the homes of several celebrities over a period of uh, believed to have been between October 2008 through August 2009. Their activities resulted in the theft of about $3 million in cash and belongings. Much of the stolen property belonged to Paris Hilton, whose house mm-hmm. was broken into several times, mm-hmm. though over 50 homes were reportedly targeted. I think Orlando Bloom was another one that they... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, when all this was happening. It was fucking wild. I remember when it was happening, and I remember just how... I, it was just a perfect storm that at the time that it was happening, one of the girls happened to have a one-hit wonder season of a reality TV show on E! Oh, that, yeah? my, that my mother would watch. That's what I was quoting, because literally they are filming in, in this, se- maybe two seasons, but either way, they are filming as all of this is falling apart and she is getting caught. And then That's they and then wild. they kept like rolling like throughout the season, and so they documented like her trial and just all of it. It's it's they must now, have been like so stoked to have something other than like this boring bitches like day to day activities. Yeah, because they were just like homeschooled little spoiled girls, and then it was just oh. There's a lot more going on. She robbed people, but it was, but like literally, like I cannot stress this enough. They did not know this when 
the series Amazing. started. It Incredible. just happened to work out that way. And I still like there was a whole like article that was written, like a spread that was written about her. And she was very upset about it because she Damn. didn't think it was flattering enough. If you folks like um, Inventing Anna, that series on Netflix. I haven't started it yet, but I've heard some things. Yeah, This is this is like it, it's not quite as twisty as Inventing Anna. But this series, if you like junky reality TV shows and also that type of, like, fraudy crime. Oh, also, The Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Very good. Yes, I need to see that. That sound... uh, It's really good. Who just... um, Somebody just met him. Really? Some celebrity, like, not just met him, but it, like, just came out that I want to say it was, like, French Montana. Like, there's a selfie that was circulated and it was like, did did French Montana get like swindled yeah that's pretty much what everybody was wondering they were like has anybody checked on french montana since like 2015 (laughs) uh some guest stars of this episode are john patrick amadori i think is how you say his last name he's in dear white people okay um mira furlan who's in babylon 5 and also lost and you'll know this one danielle panabaker (gasps) sister of k yeah not your k in uh, Sky High, Read It and Weep, Stuck in the Suburbs, The Flash. The Flash, yep. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of love stuff. her. Love There's her a bunch of it. people that, like, if I say that they're in The Flash, that means they're also in the Arrow, uh, Arrow and, yeah. like, a couple of other, like, marvel TV universe. shows. Yeah. No. Yeah, DC. No. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> DC. Bad. <laughs> Superhero-y bullshits. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's there's a there's a whole universe to it, Haley. It's a little more than just superhero we bullshit. I have enough trouble uh, focusing on my universe. I'm taking right? away Disney Plus. We're going to okay. sit you down and you're going to watch. Also, the other day, he's got headphones on so I don't think he can hear me. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> Elliot had never seen um The Fox and the Hound and he like made us <gasps> watch do it that to him. No. No, he chose <gasps> it. No. And I was like, this is the most <gasps> depressing thing. Guess no! what we watched it? Valentine's Day. Oh. I know. I never oh, he's never picking no. a movie again. No, why did you let him continue? I as was soon high as you shit. hear you're the best of friends, you're out. That's it. But anyway, oh, I forgot how sad it was. It's so, so depressing. So thanks for Disney Plus. <laughs> Holy shit. Less depressing. My uncle wrote the third sequel to the Fox or this no, just the sequel to the Fox and the Hound. Yeah. With Reba McIntyre and Patrick Dempsey. I think Patrick Dempsey was in it. He might have, No, that was Brother Bear 2, which my uncle also wrote. But <laughs> he, wow. wrote a, he wrote a slew of Disney movies. Uh, Disney um, sequels? Disney sequels. But they're still <laughs> movies. Hey. And hey. They are. I um, like Brother Bear 2. He will snap you like a twig. He's fucking jacked. All but, right. Um, and he writes children's stuff. Um, yeah, that's what's happening over on Disney Plus if you need an update. Don't do that. Um, don't watch that. Watch the new Proud Family. Watch the new Jackass. Okay, That's what we fine. did for Valentine's Day. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this next one is called 41 Witnesses. Um, it is an SVU episode. Is it Kitty Jenny's? Yes. <laughs> Fuck you. Put I knew that, I knew that I would give it away. putting my hand up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So it is, like I said, it's, it's SVU season 17, episode 13, February 3rd, 2016, when it first came out. Uh, 8 out of 10 on IMDb. 
The description is, a woman is sexually assaulted by a group of teens outside of an apartment building. SVU tries to build a case against her aggressors, but none of the dozens of potential witnesses who saw the attack are willing to come forward. And if that sounds crazy, that is a true case. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's based on the 1964 murder of Kitty Genovese, a young woman who was stabbed to death in the Kew Garden section of Queens, New York, and her neighbors refused to intervene and uh, called the police during the attack. This later became known as the bystander effect or the Genovese syndrome. And so, I, th- I think, um, what do you call it? I think there was more to that case, too, than just it being the bystander effect. I, um, so Kitty Genovese was also gay and I believe might have even lived with her partner at the time. Um, but we're going to do an episode on it. But like, that's just the. Uh, yeah, but the uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, this poor woman was killed just like and 41 people saw it and 41 people saw it like there was that other layer to it that i believe like it's considered one of the biggest like anti-lgbtq crimes up there with like matthew shepard yeah and that's all um guest stars of this episode are abby miller who is in the center uh Mm. alice beasley who had a small part in legally blonde and also moonlighting Mm. uh jason Geneo, G-E-N-A-O, uh, who is in On My Block, and here's the one you'll know, Anthony Ramos, oh, who's in, uh, I know, he's got some problems, doesn't he? We can't utter his name in the same episode as Ron Cephas Jones anymore. Uh, but he was in In the Heights, Hamilton, and you know what? Check out 21 Chump Street. It's on YouTube. It, that's you can watch great, it. That's a great, yeah. Yeah. That's a really great it's little a deep, musical. It's a, it's a deep cut uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda thing, yep. but... Um, Very uh, good. What's her name? Lindsay... Lindsay something. Um, she she plays the main girl in 21 Chump yeah, Street. Yeah, I know She's fantastic. She's, She's in Dogfight. It's a great... It's a great little musical. It is. It's fantastic. It's 18 minutes long. Go and watch it. It's, it's amazing. And if you... Lo- it's kind of SVUE. Not SVUE, but it's like Law and Ordery. Oh, the we'll way, be talking. Like, we'll the- be talking about it. Will we? We will. Ooh, see, that's all the more reason. Go educate yourselves, children. Yeah. Uh, this next episode is called... Rapist Anonymous. It is an SVU episode, season 15, episode 9. Came out November 20th, 2013. 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Detective Rollins helps a friend, Lena Olson, press charges against her lover when she accuses him of rape, but Lena's history with the suspect and her proclivity for rough sex makes it a he-said-she-said investigation too difficult to pursue. When the case escalates to murder, a dangerous love triangle is discovered and Rollins is forced to confess her private life on the stand. Oh. I Think can... of a case where a woman killed her boyfriend and she yeah, had and, a little bit of a, a touch of the crazy i mean if you're gonna kill your partner you've got a touch of the crazy i hate to break it to you but unless it's self-defense um this wasn't self-defense i know i know i'm trying she I, like set out i can to kill literally him. i can literally like you because what it. triggered the little like ding dong in my head was when you said that she liked rough sex and because that was like used in the trial mm-hmm. and i'm literally oh, it's, it's 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 i got so much hate for this it's 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 yep. it's jody arius all right you it didn't need to jody say yup like that okay well i was gonna say <laughs> the next the next thing i was gonna say is you got me uh 
I memorabilia did. of this case. I thought you were going to say you got me hate mail for this case. That's um, fine. No, no, Everyone but I did. Go I got themselves. you. I got you a print of Jody Arias. You can buy Jody Arias's artwork since it's been a minute since we did that case. So let's throw yeah. that out there again. You can buy artwork that she has made. I hope I the money like, doesn't go to her. But I don't know I don't where know. the money goes, but I thought it would be funny as hell to give that to Haley one Christmas. It's hanging in my bathroom. Fucking, it is. Every time <laughs> I see, uh, every time I go into your bathroom, it just sparks so much joy for me because I'm like, oh yeah, I bought that for Haley from a murderer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, in case you don't know, Jodi Arias made headlines when she was charged with murdering her ex-boyfriend, Travis Alexander, in June 2008. After the gruesome, salacious details surrounding the murder were revealed, Arias testified during the 2013 trial that she had killed Alexander in self-defense. She was found guilty of first-degree murder and later sentenced to life in prison after two juries deadlocked on whether to impose the death penalty. Mm -hmm. And again, the the trial was in 2013, and this episode came out in 2013. So, quick, quick, quick. Uh, Guest star of this episode is Amy Simetz. Uh, okay. She was in Stranger Things. She was the hmm. sister of the comatose woman of... of uh, Barb? No. Barb was not a comatose woman. I mean, she was um, technically comatose. The the woman who's... I mean, spoiler alert, it's been a couple years. Barb. Ends up being Elle's mom. Oh, so she's Elle's oh. aunt. Oh, I can like... I, I know yeah. of... I recognized her face when I saw the still of it. And I'm like, what is she in? And that's what it was. She's also in Alien Covenant. She's also in Pet Cemetery. I think the new one. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. How many do I have left? Okay. This is the... I have one left. And then I have one that like I didn't even understand it. Great. Okay. So, yeah. Thanks. The next one is called Flight. This is another real softball here. It's an SVU episode, season 12, episode 15, came out February 2nd, 2011, 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb for this one. SVU investigates uh, whether a wealthy and powerful defense contractor forced an underage French girl to give him an inappropriate massage and whether he used his ex-girlfriend to arrange the encounter. Jeffrey Epstein. And Ghislaine. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Are you trying to do the Bezos thing from... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about Ghislaine Maxwell in the last episode. Yeah, yeah we yeah, just we yeah. just talked about her, and then it was we also week. spoke into existence. A bunch of like other shit just went down. So go check that out. Yeah, all um, the Prince Andrew stuff came. The Prince Andrew about. stuff, and then there was um, something else too that I can't think of now. But there's know. there's been a couple developments. But if you want to see all of the developments up until like the Saturday before last yeah check that out um the tldr of it is in 2005 police in palm beach florida began investigating jeffrey epstein after a parent complained that he had sexually abused her 14 year old daughter epstein pleaded guilty and was convicted in 2008 by a florida state court of procuring a child for prostitution and of soliciting a sex worker he served almost 13 months in custody but with uh, an extensive work release. He was convicted of only two crimes as part of a controversial plea deal. Plea deal. Federal officials had identified 36 girls, some as young as 14 years old, who Dems Epstein had allegedly sexually abused. Epstein was arrested again on July 6, 2019, on federal uh, charges for sex trafficking of minors in Florida and New York. And we all know what happens after that. Yeah. Um, guest stars of this episode. Kelly Barrett, who's in The Punisher, Chicago Fire, and Remember Me. Colm Fiore, who's in Trudeau, Thor, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
uh, Deborah Twist, who's in Kick-Ass. Erin uh, Morosti, I think is how you say her last name. She's in One Life to Live, one of my mom's soaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones and True Detective. And Catherine McNamara, who is in the DC-averse Arrow, Fla- The Flash. Also in The Stand, uh, the TV show The Stand, and uh, The Maze Runner. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. This next one <laughs> is a case that you covered. I couldn't get it from the description of the episode. Okay. Law and Order Wiki said that this case is based on... Uh, th- that this episode is based on this case. But I and have no fucking clue. It's Law and Order, not SVU. It is criminal intent. It is criminal intent. Okay, then that doesn't help me. All right. It, I will tell you, you covered this uh, case. No, 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 no. I want to, I want to, I want to. Okay. This is for the two where I cut you off before you even got to do it. Now I now is my comeuppance. Right. So this is, like I said, criminal intent. Season nine, episode four. Came out April 20th, 2010. Okay. 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Episode is the death of a talented but mean-spirited dance student leads to the major case squad to a mentally unstable classmate who is an obsessive in an obsessive relationship with one of the victim's rivals. Two young girls did a murder. They kind of had an unhealthy relationship with it's, each other. Um, I know what it is. I know what it is. Um, Yellow Jackets and Titanic. Um, Melanie Linsky and Kate uh Leonardo DiCaprio's friend Winslet <laughs> Leonardo um, friend. <laughs> um blanked on her name for a minute wonder why what um, are the real names their real names are Juliet Hume and Pauline Parker holy uh, a shit yeah so on damn June that's a that's a bit of a reach it, you got it i was very surprised uh, June 2nd, 22nd, 1954, 16-year-old Pauline Parker and 15-year-old Juliet Hume mur- murdered Pauline's uh, mother in Christchurch, New Zealand. Episode 197 of this very podcast covered that case. Damn. Look at us. Who would have um, In this episode is Vivian Cardone, who's in Everwood, and Melissa Benoist, who yeah. is also in the DC verse, in that uh, yes, in Glee, also and we talked Flash. about her, but, but yeah. no, but we talked about her for the Glee Curse episode. Yeah, yeah, and she's also in Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, those things. She's doing great uh, for herself. Also, I didn't know that Jeff Goldblum was in the main cast of Criminal Intent. Well, now I might have to watch Criminal Intent. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. He he, uh, he's one of the like, the detectives. Finds a way. <laughs> yes um <laughs> truly every time i just i uh i love that man it's it, he's apparently got like a jazz band i'd really like to go see he's just he's just a delight what and, can't he do <sighs> marry me apparently um no but yeah Sorry, take a picture I of my just, cat real no quick, as as he deserves as i deserve because i know i'm getting it um oh that's i might have to go watch criminal intent now Right not now, but we love, we stand. No, right now, right now. All right, bye. (laughs) Haley, close it out. (laughs) Uh, We've been Crime Culture. Our website is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. You can find the links to all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Uh, and also Patreon. Join our Patreon. Um, yeah, you can vote yeah. on uh, episodes that come out. You can get episodes early. You can get video chats with us. You can get uh, a postcard. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit. So go and check out our Patreon. Actually, should we name our Patreon patrons? Because the 28th of February is a Monday. Oh, that's true. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about... All of our Patreon people that we love so much. Hold on, I'm pulling we, up Patreon. Should we say how much we love them exactly? By name? One by we one? <laughs> one by one, we're going to talk about people that we love. Hold on. There's there's a... Uh, I am Lucian, navigating. Travis. Lucy and Travis. Stevie, yeah, Kim. Stevie. It's, I believe it's Johnny. I don't think it's Janie. We do this every I know. Time. I know. I know and we I do. And I love her. But yes, but I'm telling you, I really do think it's John. Yeah, honey, I need you. I, please. Send next us a poll, voice note. Next poll, just comment the phonetic spell, the phonetic pronunciation. Uh, Mika- uh, Michaela? Yes, Michaela. We got Megan, mm-hmm. Sarah, and also Camilla. Mm-hmm. OG. We got our we got our babies. We've got our little collection of dolls. There's always room to add more. I really don't like how that turned out. Um, but yeah. I love how y'all turned out. Y'all are so we need, nice. We need more competition in the polls because oh, we like, do need more competition everyone, in the polls. But everyone seems to be like on the same page with the polls, and I need like I need it to be. Like, you need a devil's advocate. Yeah, I need it to be rough in there. Yes, we, so, we gotta send in a um a plant. One yeah. one of us is gonna join the Patreon under some some random name. No one's gonna know that it's us, and we'll just make shit difficult. Yeah. We'll we'll need to be the tie-breaking vote, and we'll vote for something else entirely. You don't know what we'll do. We're wild cards. <laughs> also, this is not a plug. We are not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. But Uh-oh. I personally have uh, HelloFresh, and I always get like free HelloFresh boxes. If anyone wants one, shoot me a DM, and I will send you a code for it. She's like, given it up on mo- asking me to take her codes. I see. It gets me money off, but also if you want to try HelloFresh, I personally enjoy it. Again, this is we're not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. It's been kind of like maybe we should be. It's been kind of a lifesaver during the pandemic because like in the beginning, like going to the grocery store was like kind of like a harrowing event. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, especially if you're if you're cooking at home and you're trying to be healthier, they offer healthy options. Like they do. It's 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 vegetarian options. You're getting a TV dinner. You're yeah, getting something have, with nutritional value. Yeah. And it uh, having it like portion controlled, like that's always been like a huge, like weird thing in life. It's like, is this like, because if you go to a restaurant, that's not portion. It's America. Yeah. It's yeah. And if you're a single person, I know a lot of single people because uh, they, they have meals for like two and four people. If you get the two person meals, you get a built in lunch out of it. I so was going to say you get leftovers. Yeah. You're getting so many more meals and they do uh, heat up great because um okay. elliot comes home uh later than me so i had to make dinner like two separate times but um yeah if anyone wants a free box literally just let me know i always have codes for it so just let me know i always i always get a little spendy when i've partaken and i'm feeling like i should get the four pack you should i should because then michael and i get leftovers and I love also, leftovers. like I said, like I have done, uh, I've done like the free HelloFresh box before. It is literally just a free box. Like, and oh. worst, worst case scenario, you get like three or four free meals. So true. Yeah. Try it out. Oh. Um, yeah, I think our, our personal socials are elsewhere. So um, find it. 
or you can uh uh hit I us think up on it's our, in our bios like, it's probably in our bios and you yeah. can also go to uh our email address which is crimeculturepod at gmail.com he- header give me that food and uh i'll <laughs> send you a link give me that food. is it that give or me dat? that food wait give me dat food in okay all caps. okay just need to make sure because i don't want anybody to miss out on an opportunity due to semantics okay, um good. okay good, 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 good. give me dat food all caps got it give me that food yeah and if you send a picture of your cat with it i'll give you two <gasps> cards yeah the steal so. the steal of a lifetime the anyway steal of a lifetime hello we, fresh partner with us forget yeah. the sponsorship <laughs> everyone who orders gets a cat pick yay <laughs> Um, wait, there was something I was going to say before we left. What was it? Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to our patrons. Hello, fresh stuff. Happy belated President's Day. Happy belated President's Day. Hope everyone's doing well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I lost it. I'm done. I have nothing. I have no way of helping you. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.